Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you on this summer day, this rainy summer day. It's not a particularly great thing for a grass seed farmer like me, but it is what it is. So I told you this would happen, and it has. Really shouldn't come as any surprise to those of you who have half a brain, and you certainly do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this show because you're smart. What am I talking about? The union. We, the people are in Oregon, are going to get to vote on giving incredible power to the Speaker of the House and the Senate president in Oregon to shut down walkouts. We get to vote on that. Now, the CI told you so, borrow something from the great Rush Limbaugh, give him full credit for that, by the way. Um... Here's the, here's the truth, folks. I told you, one of the excuses given by Christine Drazen and other Republican members of the House and the Senate, the rhinos, as to why they couldn't walk out. One of the excuses was, well, they'll just take it away from us. They'll take away the ability to use the walkout if we keep using it. And I said at the time, and I have said many times, if you listen to the show, you know you've heard it from me. Well, you know what? This is all being driven by the public employee unions, and they're going to do it anyway. But, you see, the Democrats figured out they could buy off Christine Drazen, and the establishment did. Isn't it amazing how suddenly she came out of nowhere and had a million dollars lined up from Big Pharma? You know, the Big Pharma that Tucker Carlson unloaded on, Pfizer, over the spike in suicides and mass murders. Pfizer asked, this is Liberty Daily headline, by the way. Pfizer asked the court to dismiss whistleblower lawsuit because the government was aware of fraud. What? Yeah. So I told you that this would happen. Christine Drazen got bought off, as did every other Republican that refused to walk. They got bought off, folks, with millions of dollars. Because she, at least in part, used the argument publicly that if they kept walking out and shutting down the legislature, It would be taken away from them. So they caved. They got bought off. And guess what? 
it's going to be taken away from them anyway. OPB has a story that says a measure to curb legislative walkouts has qualified for Oregon's November ballot. And it says in the story, now this is Oregon Public Broadcasting, as left as you can get, says the proposal drummed up by Democrat-leaning labor unions, (laughs) yeah, is meant to severely, severely curtail the ability of the minority party to freeze legislative action by walking away from the Capitol. This is easy to defeat. My prediction to you is it won't be defeated. Because none of the people that would put forward the money to defeat it are going to do it. Because they want this. They don't want walkouts. Why? Because they're big business, big corporate America Big Pharma, the people that are funding Christine Drazen, the establishment that hate Trump and hate America first, those people want to go along to get along. They are willing to keep Republicans in the perpetual state of defeat because they give lots of money to Democrats so that they get hurt a little bit less. The problem with these people is that ultimately the snakes that the Democrats are will continually come around and bite them until they're dead. We get to vote on this, folks. I told you this was going to happen. Oh, and you know how you defeat this thing nicknamed Legislative Accountability 1? It's simple. Vote no. Protect the rights of the minority over the tyranny or from the tyranny of the majority. That's all you have to say. Ain't going to happen, folks. Christine Drazen's going to suck up all the money in a losing battle to be governor of this state. They're not going to put any money into this. The people that are funding her want this to happen. Anyway, I told you this would happen. How are you going to vote? Yes or no? Did you know that there was a July 4th riot in downtown Portland? Did anybody get arrested? Maybe I missed it, but I'm not seeing that. Lots of pictures in the Oregon Catalyst story. And then there was a further friend of mine was uh, actually Jason Williams of the OregonWatchdog.com. You can check out their website. Lots of Oregon news. Jason Williams went down there the night after. And guess what? More variety. Now, by the way, there's, there's a funny, <laughs> it's a funny story by the Taxpayers Association of Oregon Foundation. 
speaking of Jason Williams, the border report number three, apparently now Mexican border guards are angry at the massive amount of marijuana smuggled in from California and Oregon. What? Yes. Our pot grown in Oregon is better quality. It is more desired. And Mexico doesn't like it. They don't want our part, our pot smuggled in to Mexico. You got to love it, folks. Or not. The Gateway Pundit has a story today. 2,000 Mules investigator Greg Phillips announces the investigative team has identified unique devices from inside the TFC Center during late night 2020 election ballot dump. The TFC Center That's Michigan, folks. Now, this is the place, remember, where the officials put cardboard over the windows so observers couldn't see in. And at least three election observers have testified and sworn affidavits, and there are pictures of these, that they witnessed vehicles delivering fraudulent ballots early in the morning on November 4th. And, of course, afterwards, Joe Biden took the lead. This story, by the way, shows you uh, they have some great graphs here for you to see that. My, my point is this. We have continuing evidence of this. Now, at what point does somebody say, all right, there's so much here. We got to investigate it. We got to get serious about it and start putting people under oath. And we know it's happening, at least in Yuma, where a sheriff is taking the lead. Because two people have pled guilty to ballot harvesting. You know, that thing that Bill Barr says didn't happen that is clearly evident in the 2000 mules video. In other news, a union squeeze has caused a Latino organization, CAUSA, been around a long time, have advocated strongly for illegal aliens. It's all about unions, folks. You see, CAUSA is a leftist Democrat organization. They work for Democrats. They get funded by government money, at least in part. They support illegal aliens and their causes. They've been around 27 years. They're going to dissolve on July 31st. Why? Well, it's not because of fundraising troubles or staff turnover. It's the unions are squeezing them to become unionized, and they don't like it. They don't want to. 
Now, isn't that a little bit hypocritical? Hmm. It kind of is, isn't it? Don't you find it amazing how the left wants all of these policies pushed on you and I, but they reject them when someone wants to put them on themselves? They're hypocrites, wouldn't you say? By the way, did you see the story about Carlos Santana? This is from Steve Kirsch's newsletter. You know, the great icon of rock and roll. Well, he collapsed on stage. His official definition from himself is that he just forgot to drink water. It's just heat exhaustion and dehydration, he said. It happens all the time. Hmm. You don't think you would have anything to do with the shot? Do you? <laughs> nah. <coughs> um, somebody wrote, by the way, in, in uh, this comment, said Carlos had the shots. He didn't want them. He then had a sudden need for heart surgery. He went on YouTube and discussed it. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? By the way, kudos to Tucker Carlson for going after Pfizer and Big Pharma. Texas border counties declaring an invasion. So what? We'll see on the other side of the board. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. I'll get to the story out of Brackettville, Texas on Breitbart. It is about how six counties in Texas, border counties, have officially declared an invasion. What does that mean? Well, we'll get into that, at least from my limited understanding of what it means. But it's, it's all meant to be political, to be sure. I don't know if you caught it, but I did. I was out cutting grass seed in the rain yesterday. It's raining again. Now, fortunately, not a whole lot. But I'm just curious. Do you think you're finally that it's time for you to get your aura fixed? Was leaking on you? You know, summer, this is the best time to do it because of Lesser amounts of rain. Let's hope it stops soon, by the way. Well, you need to call Pfeiffer Roofing. They'll come out. And they'll you'll take a look around. They'll go look at your roof. They'll take pictures. And they'll show you what they found, what the recommendations are about how to 
make your roof more secure. Whether it's using RoofMax, you know, this is that great product that we talked about for so long and that they still offer. That's a soybean-based product that gets sprayed on your asphalt shingle roof. And it gives it new life. It's got a five-year guarantee. In fact, there's a great video of it on their website, pfeifferroofing.com. Or whether it's roof replacement. Or maybe your roof just needs to be repaired. Maybe you're not ready to put a new roof on. Or maybe you've got a pretty good roof, but it's growing moss and you know it needs to be cleaned. Because moss will cause roof leaks like you wouldn't believe. Maybe you just need a new gutter system. This is just some of what Pfeiffer Roofing does that can be beneficial to you. So give them a call. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They'll take a look around. Like I said, they'll take pictures of your roof and show it to you. 503-647-4725. 647-4725. Check out their website, Pfeiffer Roofing, P-F-E-I-F-E-R, roofing.com. Second generation, family-owned, been here in business since 1978, pfeifferroofing.com. So, with millions of illegal aliens invading our country, literally, from all across the country, across the southern border, all across the world, rather, from the southern border. And Biden not doing anything to stop it. Kinney County, Texas, declared the existence of an invasion along the Texas border with Mexico. A declaration calls Texas calls on Texas Governor Greg Abbott to also acknowledge the existence of an invasion on our border with Mexico. Five other counties spoke in support of the declaration. And you can read the declaration on this Breitbart story, and I'll, I'll have it on the show plan today. One of the officials, this is an interesting side bar to all of them. One of the officials who announced this invasion stated that they've been forced to militarize our school campus with vehicle barriers to prevent high-speed chases from entering campuses and injuring children. Wow. Wow. Having to put high-speed barriers up because high-speed chases with drug smugglers or human smugglers, sometimes one of the same, are happening regularly enough that they apparently happen on school campuses. So they have to put up the high-speed barriers. The Sovereignty of Texas, County Judge Tully Shahan wrote, will no longer is being invaded by those unwilling to obey our laws. July 5th, Kinney County, joined by several other counties on the Texas border, declaring the existence of an invasion as used, the term used in Article 4, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution, in Article 4, Section 7 of the Texas Constitution. Taking these steps in the hopes of encouraging our governor to acknowledge the existence of an invasion on our border with Mexico and take the necessary actions to preserve and protect the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Texas. 
So why are they doing this? It's because the U.S. and the Texas constitutions with such an acknowledgement can invoke the military. Especially in Texas. That would mean the Texas governor could then deploy. Now, they've already deployed the National Guard. This is a higher level. He would be deploying the National Guard to repel an invasion. What do you think that would look like? Now, Beto Bozo O'Rourke is running against Greg Abbott for governor. What would happen if Texas National Guard would physically repel by any means people crossing illegally into their country? What would that look like? What would the political fallout of that be? You think it's a good idea? think it's a bad idea? Is it long overdue? Joe Biden's not going to do it, but governors have the authority to deploy their own national government. Think they ought to do this? Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, friends. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff. 1220.am and Jeff or rather Jeff at KSLM.news Willamette Week goes after Betsy Johnson by the way there's another story about Betsy Johnson has raised way more money than other candidates and it's true she has this is a Portland Business Journal. She's raised nearly $5.7 million through May. I'll guarantee you she's more than that. But Willamette Week goes after her by saying that Betsy Johnson had a car wreck 2013. The headline is, Betsy Johnson crashed into another motorist. Then she tried to claim legislative immunity. Johnson's efforts to shirk responsibility following the crash are relevant now because she's made accountability the cornerstone of her campaign for Oregon governor. Is it relevant? Does it matter? She admitted fault. She got hurt as well broke her hip. She rear-ended somebody. She took full. She'd been sued by the other woman who was hurt. 
the first lawsuit was dismissed because her lawyers, Johnson's lawyers, Betsy's, said she was on her way to the Capitol under legislative business. And then Oregon's law that says during a legislative session, you can't quote the Oregon Constitution, rather, not just the law. The Oregon Constitution says lawmakers, quote, shall not be subject to any civil process during the session of the Legislative Assembly, nor during the 15 days next before the commencement thereof, unquote. So the story does admit that she has made a career out of lambasting the bureaucracy for their poor performance. And they go on to detail some of these things. Betsy said, all accidents are unfortunate. This one was my fault. And I'm glad no one was seriously hurt as I was. Everyone has insurance for a reason. Lawyers do what lawyers do, but in the end, I'm glad a settlement was reached. You see, they did reach a settlement in the original lawsuit, which was dismissed because it wasn't filed timely. The lady who was injured. But she refiled it, adding the state of Oregon as a defendant. Betsy settled the case for 43000 for this lady's injuries. The state of Oregon didn't pay any of the money. Anyway, is it relevant? Is it relevant to your life that her lawyers did what lawyers do? Who are defending both their clients and trying to mitigate the risk. To their policyholders and their shareholders. That's what lawyers do. Doesn't make it right. And sometimes we have to fight them in court. But is this relevant at all in your mind? Is it relevant at all to Bessie Johnson's long history of holding government accountable? Because you know Tina ain't going to do it. And you're going to, and you know that sell out Christine. The establishment Republican candidate is not going to do it. She does whatever her funders, her donors tell her to do. Freedom Eating and Air can keep you nice and cool because apparently we have some 90 degree days coming this weekend. You know, if you're already uncomfortable in your home, why don't you just bite the bullet and go fix it? Give them a call. They'll come out. Now, look at what's going on with your air conditioning system, your HVAC system, whatever it is. And they'll figure out a way to fix it for you. I've got great discounts, too, by the way, for seniors and veterans. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. And they'll come out and fix your issues.
So many things going on. What do you think would be the outcome? If a governor on the border, the southern border, like Greg Abbott in Texas, actually takes the advice of these six counties who yesterday declared they were being invaded, which under the Texas Constitution allows the Texas governor to engage the Texas military, otherwise known as the Texas National Guard. Now, remember, it is not just presidents that can deploy the guard. You see, when you join the Guard, you sign two documents. The first one is that you can be called up by the president. And the other one is you can be called up by a governor. If a Governor Abbott decided to do this, what do you, what do you think would be? political outcome for him running for re-election would this be good or bad for him what would it look like to have armed military on the southern border repelling this invasion turning back unarmed citizens of other countries who are illegally unlawfully crossing our border joe biden's opened the door for him It is estimated that at least one million people so far this year have come across the southern border and have disappeared into America. A million. What do you think the impact of that's going to be? Dale writes, um, the other Dale, about the good old days. Every single day, he writes, It day's description, the depths of catastrophic freefall this country is experiencing since Joe Biden took office, 1-2021, every day. The good old days. Do you think there are enough people out there had enough inflation, have enough of the invasion of fentanyl, along with the invasion of illegal aliens across our border, the incompetence of Biden everywhere you turn, especially foreign policy. You think people are just sick of it and long for the days of Trump? The other Dale answers my question about Betsy Johnson and the Willamette Week hit piece. Is it relevant? Well, Dale says this, no relevance, just a calculated smear attempt. Yes, it is. Corby writes an email about human trafficking. We as a nation have to come to grips with the human trafficking that is a huge part of the invasion at the southern border. The world is estimated that the USA is responsible for 48% of human trafficking. All of the CPS is a government arm for sex trafficking. Courts, the school system, government and others are all in on it. Sadly, many that come over the border are ritually sacrificed by the pedophiles. Sounds crazy. 
that I have heard interviews from adults that have been able to get away from it. How very, very sad. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. How are you? Hey, Jeff. Love this global warming. Uh, first, I want to say, of <laughs> course, um, I will vote no on that legislation. And isn't it funny how every initiative that the left puts forward qualifies, but when we do things, it doesn't. I wonder if that could be that we've had Democratic Secretary of State's for way too long to follow, no matter what, the Democratic agenda. Uh, you and I both know that. But I definitely will be voting no, because if you look at that constitutional law, it's just like the Senate filibuster on... Quote, unquote. Can we talk a little more, Jeff? Yeah, we'll talk on the other side, Art. 648, don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour is the last segment for today. I want to remind you, Rebecca Donaldson is, in fact, you just heard that great commercial about how much she's given back to the community and to veterans. It's a great reason to think about doing business with Rebecca, but not only because of that, but because she won best of the Willamette Valley because she's really good at what she does as a real estate agent, somebody who can help you. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you know, the market is changing very, very quickly. She's on top of it. So if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, why don't you give Rebecca a call? Rebecca Donaldson. 503-269-0747. That's 269-0747. Or Rebecca'sGotHouses.com. That's her website. Rebecca'sGotHouses.com. Back to Art, and then we'll move to Jerry. Art, good morning again. Hey, Jeff. Uh, as I was saying, this law that's on our in our Constitution is the way that we filibuster uh, which, of course, you know, the Democrats don't like on the federal side, and, of course, they don't like on the state side either. Now, let me remind everybody that Tina Kotek had no problem walking out and using our filibuster rule uh, to promote their agenda. But when we started doing it, 
oh, we got to get rid of it. Our government is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people, not for special interests like the union. And if we allow this to go forward, uh, the Democrats are going to take more control of our state, and our government is going to be a government of special interests and not just for the people like it's supposed to be. Yeah, you're, you're right. And this is the problem with term limits not having any because legislators get beholden to those, quote unquote, special interests. And that is irrespective of whether it's big government or unionized or it's big business. Legislators like Christine Drazen learn how to suck off the trough. That's right. Of and, money. Right. And, hey, if we want our republic, we got to fight to keep it. And this is one way that they're going to destroy us being a republic, uh, which is their goal, Jeff. Because sure, of course it is. They're, uh, yeah, because they don't want yeah. our country to be free. They want us to be a part of the global initiative. Well, I'll fight till my dying day. To keep us a republic. You're right. Hey, thank you, Art. I appreciate it. There is, by the way, uh, this story on um, Breitbart about the where is that about the college uh, law professor. What did she say? You know, they're taking it down. Anyway, it, it, she's teaching college law students that the Constitution is not valid any longer. What? Yeah, something like that. And then the idiot governor of Illinois said the Founding Fathers would not support a constitutional right to an assault weapon. What? You gotta be kidding me. This man is not worthy of being the governor. Just crazy. Anyway, uh, something that isn't crazy is what Dale texted me. He said, I don't forget about things. I'm reflecting on Drazen's belligerence, defensive, smarmy responses to my emails when she was Republican leader. I despise her. Yeah, I don't like her much either. For all of those reasons and more. But somebody you should like is Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Because he's a contractor that you quite literally can trust. Because he lives his personal faith in Christ, as you heard him describe on this show a couple of weeks ago. Is it every day in his business? His business that impacts you. And the cool thing about it is is that benefits you. You've got your choice of who you can spend money with as a contractor to come into your home to do that all-important bathroom or kitchen remodel. He does most of the work himself, and he uses subs, which he's very transparent about, that he trusts to put quality over quantity. Check it out for yourself at his website, RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Go to Jerry. Jerry, good morning to you. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. 
Go Beavs. Yeah, still in the Pac-12 temporarily. What do you think about um, that, by the way? Just just as as an aside quickly, what do you think about the possibility that the Ducks, I guess Uncle Phil from Nike is okay with them moving to the Big Ten? I don't want to go to the Big Ten. I, I can't imagine playing in the weather back there and the trans the the travel is crazy. I would rather go to the Big Twelve, which is primarily down in Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and in through there. Uh, better weather. Um, it's a smaller conference. I mean, it's not it's not big time SEC and Big Big Ten, but uh, it's more conducive to what we do. Uh, with the, uh, you know, wide open passing and, uh, it'd be fun to travel down to Texas and stuff like that. But, uh, that's for, uh, you know, we'll see where the, where the money ends up. So, um, and yep. the, the last thing uh, to do with it, the last thing to do with it, um, going to the Big Ten is going to leave the Beavers behind. And I don't really want to see that happen. Um, they're not yeah, going to take the Beavers and right. Washington State and stuff or the Big 12. The question I had, this the the ruling on Roe v. Wade, I think, has changed this country completely. And one of the things it's done: why shouldn't somebody in Oregon start a petition to stop abortion, so that so that state politicians have to start talking about it, including Republicans who are pro-abortion? Let's call them out and say, okay, you believe in science. Science says a human life begins at conception, so you're for killing a human life for the convenience of a mother or whatever. Let's call some of these Republicans out that are proudly pro-choice. Well, here's the thing. You're right, and that would be the practical effect of what you've just suggested, because now people have to talk about it. These reporters and people in the audience will ask a Republican candidate about supporting such a thing. That really exposes what I have said all along. It doesn't matter if Betsy Johnson gets elected as governor. Why? Because even if Republicans took control of the legislature, and I hope they do, you do not have enough pro-life Republicans to actually put a bill on Betsy Johnson's desk for her to sign or veto. It ain't gonna matter, because everything you've just said, Jerry, is absolutely true. There's a bunch of so-called pro-life Republicans that are masquerading as such, because they're not. And if your idea was put in place, somebody actually put forward a petition to do that, it would expose them. And they ought to be exposed, because they're frauds. And they're not happy enough. Go be. Thanks, Jerry. See you tomorrow, folks.